I am Researcher NZ0. Welcome. If you are new here, read the description, stop, and continue. In the description, you will find a little more information. Let us begin. I am not a very believer in the things that were told in my town until one day, when my son was born, I went around showing him off everywhere. Older people asked me when the baptism was, because it had to be quick because witches were abundant there, they said that about ignorant people. And so the days passed until that Friday night. That day was darker than usual. The wind was blowing strong. My wife and I took our son to his bedroom to sleep. We went to rest too, when suddenly some very strange noises were heard on the roof, as if someone was walking. Strong flapping of wings could also be heard. My wife got scared and told me when she looked out. I left very angry because they didn't let me rest. I looked everywhere in the house and found nothing. When I returned to the room with my wife, she was still very scared because she said she could hear noises in the baby's room. I went to the room where my son was resting so that he wouldn't be bothering me and I took my son's crib to my room so that he could sleep with us. Despite all those noises, we began to fall asleep when in our dreams we heard footsteps approaching the baby's crib. I woke up quickly and clearly saw an old woman with very long nails trying to grab my son. As best I could, I got up and let myself go, telling the lady what was wrong with her. When I approached her, the old woman slapped me with such force that I slammed against the wall. As best I could, I got up and grabbed a small Christ that my wife had and showed it to that old woman. When she saw him, she began to spin and suddenly vanished into thin air. Seeing that, I fainted from shock. The next day I woke up and thought it had all been a nightmare, but I saw some deep scratches on my chest and places where the old woman had slapped me. At that moment I took my wife and my son and ran to the church to tell the father. He told me it was because he had not baptized the child and the witch wants to take him. Father immediately baptized. My son gave me a medal, which would keep the witches away from him. Since that day my son sleeps with us and I have several crosses and medals of saints to protect him. Now, now I do believe in witches. Story 2 I found myself on vacation in Mexico City. Since I have family there, we stayed with them in that city. Neighborhoods are very common and my family rented on a third floor near where they live. There is an area with hills. One day when I was on the roof looking at the city, Something caught my attention that came directly from those hills. At first I thought it was some bird, but it looked too big to see. When he got a little closer I froze. I could not believe it. That thing was not a bird, but rather a woman that came flying. I clearly saw how that woman got off on the roof of one of the houses that was nearby. But the most shocking thing about all this is that when this woman was going down, there were already other people waiting for her. I called the rest of my family and they, with their own eyes, managed to see that woman, an old woman. I don't think they saw us. Or perhaps more likely they ignored us. Some time after this, my family told us that after investigating a little with the other neighbors, they claimed that they had seen similar things. In the end everyone agrees that they are witches and that they meet in that place to do their rituals and things. 
Story 3 A friend told me something that happened to him from his uncle, who had dedicated himself to agriculture. He had a rather strange event related to these beings. All this happened on a ranch called La Pila. It was harvest time for the cornfield. So the day before he prepared his breakfast to spend the night in the field and thus start at dawn. His uncle got up quite early, around four o'clock, and tried to light a fire under a mesquite tree to heat his coffee, since it is quite cold. In the month of October he had the firewood laid out. He tries to light the fire, but at that same moment the match goes out. This happened again and again until all the matches were gone. A strange air wave made this happen. The man had to resign himself to not drinking his coffee. It seemed quite strange to him that the wind came in, since when he came out he seemed quite calm. The morning without any draft. Suddenly he began to hear a couple of laughter from above the mesquite tree, and saw two large birds in the top. In the end he didn't give it any importance, and he went to work to advance the harvest, since the sun came out and began to warm up. He suspended all activity and returned home to have lunch. He didn't tell anyone anything in finishing, he accompanied his wife to the market. There he found two elderly old men who stared at him and began to make fun of him. One approached him and mockingly told him that in the early morning you couldn't light the fire for your coffee and they laughed several times again. They were the same laughter that he had heard in the early morning, only in the early morning they came from two strange birds at the top of a tree. Fourth Story It was at night when my grandfather was telling anecdotes that he had lived in those times, his loves and work experiences, and about him and how other of his colleagues caught witches in that town. It was around 11 p.m. when a resident there spoke to my grandfather. He began to tell her that there was a strange creature lurking in the town, that several men were already after it, but they didn't know what it was. He said it had the shape of a very large bird. The two ran off to where the others were. I left behind them, leaving me homeless, only my grandmother and my sister. When we got to where the other two were, they said the creature was gone. Empty room that was next to the school. We all went to that place and as was obvious, they had to send someone to check and that someone was me. I approached very fearfully and slowly began to shine a flashlight. When suddenly a kind of animal or something similar quickly came out there, climbing a small hill that was nearby. I quickly threw away the flashlight and went to the gentlemen telling them what happened. There were those who wanted to continue with the persecution and others who no longer wanted to because they had to work very early and many more out of fear. As much as I wanted to leave, I couldn't because my grandfather was there, and he also wanted to know what we were after. We were heading towards the hill and suddenly the power went out throughout the town. It was close to midnight at night when a chilling scream echoed everywhere. We were all paralyzed with fear and amazement. That strange creature passed in front of us, and we quickly went after it, managing to see where it stopped when we reached the water tank, which was the place where the creature stopped. We saw a type of deformed bird that was large in size, with large eyes and a beak with strange scars. That creature began to walk and scream very strangely. As he walked, we could see how he was turning into a man. We saw him walk away from there. 
He wore all black and leather clothing. That man stopped. He looked back at us and told us that we would see him again soon. He continued on his way and was lost in the darkness. The next day, everyone started talking about the creature and the threat it made to return everything from that town. They were already prepared for when that creature decided to return. They said maybe he has a pact with the devil. Fifth Story The year was 1995 and I was working in Celaya, Guanajuato, Mexico. The situation was difficult, so he had to take shifts and find a way to save the little money that a trusty bicycle earned. She was my best friend at that time, since she helped me transport me to a point where I could take the bus directly to Celaya and thus be able to return to my town again by bicycle. One week in particular I had to work at night, it would be approximately 11 p.m., using the old road since it was much safer because not many cars passed by there. On Monday when I left Juventino, the place where I left my bicycle, I felt like it was following me. I turned around and saw absolutely nothing. That's how it happened that night and the next Wednesday, things changed. That's when it really started to scare me, because just that night I saw a strange black bird among the trees, which was jumping from tree to tree, following me while I was on the road. I told my wife about it, and she told me that yes. Happened again, to pray to the Magnificent One. A prayer that is very powerful for protection. On Thursday the same thing happened to me, Lima Strong, the bicycle and the bird that moved much faster behind me. I began to pray the Magnificent. To my good fortune, there was a moon that day and when I started saying the prayer out loud, I felt lighter and was able to pedal much faster. On Friday I didn't think twice and decided to hit the road. I was unlucky enough to be thrown over by a car, but thank God I only had a few scratches. When I met my mother-in-law that same night, she told me that my wife had told her about that thing, so they both prayed for me and commended me to God, since as that which had noticed that I frequently passed by there, she had become infatuated. With me and it scared me. Thank God, after that nothing like that happened to me again, although I no longer go through those routes. I still remember that situation and that experience. Sixth Story Black Knife, also known as Black Harkness, is the equivalent of the bogeyman figure in English folklore. An old bluish face which with iron claws, long teeth and one eye is made of despair, terror, darkness. The same matter that nourishes nightmares. She delights in tearing human flesh, especially that of the children she traps in the forest and then eats them raw, scattering the bones over the mountains, and placing the empty skins on the branches of the trees. She is said to live in the hills, Leicester County, in a cave she built herself, desecrating the rock with her steel claws. An old oak tree covers the entrance, waiting for a child or a lamb to pass under it. Or if hunger strikes, the witch leaves her cave only to stalk the prey, always in search of food. She sticks her thin arms through the window grates, but the grinding of her teeth gives her away. Thus, everyone gathers waiting for her to give up and leave. Even so, sometimes a child is missing in the morning. If she does not get her favorite dish, she then dedicates herself to satisfying her hunger with livestock. Until the end of the 18th century. 
Every Easter Sunday a hunt with dogs was held in Leicester, because Black Knife was sometimes depicted as a cat. Then a symbolic ritual was performed using this dead animal bathed in anise, thus representing the witch. With these practices it is believed that it is possible. She was able to migrate to the Scottish Highlands, where she was also hunted. Follow us, subscribe and share on YouTube. This helps me continue with this project. Give your opinion. In the description you will find the emails to send your stories in case you like to share them. I appreciate your preference. Until the next episode. Latin Macabre Stories and More